Hi, y'all. I'm Amy. And I'm Jess. And we are two sober women committed to helping you live an optimized life. This show is about stories and strategies to help you optimize your health, your relationships, and your businesses. We focus on keeping it simple and having fun. Welcome to another episode of the Optimize Life Podcast. Today's topic is all around how to optimize your mental wellness during times of uncertainty. And boy, are we in times of uncertainty as we're recording this. Most of us over the last two weeks have made um, very drastic changes to our lives to help stop the spread of coronavirus. And that has come with all sorts of feelings and emotions and extra stress. And um, so we thought, gosh, this would be a perfect time to come on and, and speak to this topic. And because of this unprecedented time, we have asked um, one of the world's leading experts on mental resilience, mental fitness, stress response to come onto the podcast and share his his words of wisdom and expertise on how to help you do that. And so I'd love to introduce you to um, Dr. Sean Talbot. He is a nutritional biochemist PhD. This is his background. He's obviously a scientist. He is um, an accomplished high-level elite athlete. We're talking, you know, many triathlons and Ironmans. And um, he has been developing natural nutrition products that are relevant in people's lives, some of the best-selling um, products ever, and for the last 20 years. So we are so excited to have him on. He has worked with elite-level athletes. Um, he has written 13 best-selling books, and so he just brings so much um, wisdom to exactly what um, we're going to be speaking to today. He is also Amari Global's chief science officer, and for those of you who are new and maybe aren't familiar with Amari Global. Amari Global is um, the mental wellness company, and they have come to the market, uh, first to the market in this space with a comprehensive solution to help people optimize their mental wellness through the gut-brain access. So um, that is his background, and I will never forget, um, I met Dr. Sean in July of 2017, and he, our paths collided at a very timely <laughs> place in my life. And I'll never forget sitting with him in a conference room as he laid out this vision for um, you know, helping this mental wellness epidemic, helping to up-level the conversation, coming to the market with relevant solutions that are desperately needed, natural solutions. And, and so I'll be forever grateful um, that our, our world, worlds collided. And I'm super excited to introduce to you today, Dr. Sean Talbot. Welcome to the podcast. I would love for you to just share a little bit about your journey because it's evolved um, over time, right? And it, so if you wouldn't mind just sharing a little bit about that and, and, and how you ended up in this mental wellness gut brain connection space now. Yeah, yeah, sure. So the, for, for, first of all, thanks for both of you for having for having me on. It's um, we're definitely in uncertain times. You can, you know, that's a that's a good way to sort of sum it up. And you know, one of the things before I before I sort of get into my background a little bit, one of the things that causes stress in humans, like 
nothing else is uncertainty, right? When you don't know what the next thing is going to be, when you, you know, think of it from evolutionary terms, right? If you don't know what's around that corner or behind that bush or behind that rock, that stresses you out. And, and that might be a healthy thing. But when it's, when it's you know, what's, got, what's the next stressful thing I'm going to see on the newsfeed on my iPhone, that is not a healthy thing because it's coming at us all the time. So I've been studying this area of, of sort of stress physiology for most of my career. So, you know, you said in the intro that my, my, my PhD is in nutritional biochemistry, but the kind of work that I do these days is sometimes called nutritional psychology because what I'm looking at is how a, how a lifestyle intervention like nutrition or supplements or uh, you know, exercise or sleep or something like that changes your biochemistry. And then how does that biochemical change in your hormones and your neurotransmitters and things like that lead to a psychological change? How does it make you feel in terms of your energy levels or your focus or your mood or your resilience and that kind of stuff. So that's the kind of work I've been doing for a long, long time. Um, at the beginning of my career, it used to be kind of what somebody would call sports nutrition because I would use those principles around an intervention, the biochemistry, the psychology to try to get physical fitness and physical focus out of athletes to try to get them to say, all right, you know, we're all in shape physically, but if you can get mental fitness, if you can give somebody that mental edge, they can get more out of their performance. And so that's the kind of work that I did for a bunch of years, like at the, at the highest levels, Olympic training centers and International Olympic Committee and US Track and Field Association, all that kind of stuff, which was, which was a lot of fun. Um, but then in, in I, I don't know, so it got to be 18 years now. Uh, my younger brother died of a drug overdose. Mm. And that kind of got me to shift a little bit out of pure sports nutrition, but still mental fitness to say like, hey, could we take those same principles and apply them to somebody who, you know, might be really stressed out or depressed or, you know, having addiction cravings or, you know, or, or just wants to feel better, right? Could we take it out of this niche of elite athletes and kind of mainstream it? And that, that's the work that I've been doing ever since, you know? And so now I find myself, you know, being chief science officer for a company that is 100% doing what we call mental wellness. Um, and that, that really covers the whole gambit from, you know, depression and anxiety to just helping people feel better to helping people get like that optimized edge in everything that they try to do. So. Mm, I love it. And I love that what brought you closer to, to doing this is something that was so close to your heart. Yeah, well, you know, one of the, you know, I talk about this sometimes and I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, make this sound like a, you know, like a big sort of pity party, but um, like having seen what my brother went through for pretty much his whole adult life, right? Not feeling comfortable in his own skin, knowing what I know now after studying this and working in this area for 20 years, I, I could almost guarantee that if we knew now, if we knew that back then what we know now, he, he might still be here with us. He might not have overdosed, right? He might not have gone through that whole roller coaster of using and then being clean and then using and then being clean and et cetera, et cetera. Because I, you know, I think a lot of what drove him to, you know, use was was anxiety and stress and depression and you know not having good stress resilience in the face of you know whatever it was that was hitting the fan that day for you know in his world and so you know i, I want to try to get that word out to 
to everybody. And that, you know, the thing is, is like people hear me talk about mental wellness and sometimes they, they automatically default to that low end of the mental wellness continuum. And they think, oh, this is only for people with addiction issues or it's only for people with depression or, and I say, no, no, no. It, 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 you know, if you want to have better mental focus, if you want to have better energy, if you want to be able to, you know, reach the highest performance that is, that is possible for you, th that, this is exactly what you want to hear. You want to do all the things that we talk about because the research shows that it's effective no matter where you are along that continuum. Yes, yes. And as a conscious sober woman, that's what I was seeking right when I started to get sober. And I was on that roller coaster that your brother was on mm -hmm. for a year and a half and was suicidal. And it was because I knew that this was available for me and no one was showing me how to get there. Right. And you said something in there that I really want to touch on, you know, during this pandemic and what's happening in our world in this moment, we are, we're going backwards and trying to kind of fix something that already exists, right? We're not in front of it. And I couldn't, think of a better time to really explain to people the difference between mental health and what you're calling mental fitness, mental, you know, wellness. And right. that's what I want. Yeah. Well, that's what everybody should want. And, and it, one of the reasons it's so new is because we didn't know enough from a scientific perspective to really do anything about it. Right. It's always been this whole field for so long has always been about fixing a problem, right? Here's this problem that you have. We're going to try to help. We're going to try to mask the problem with a, with a synthetic antidepressant, or we're going to try to, you know, get you to a place where you're no, quote unquote normal again. But what we didn't know is that, you know, the, the science has fundamentally changed in the last couple of years where, you know, like I said, these principles around modulating your hormones, modulating what is happening in your gut microbiome, which we can talk about if you guys want to, the bacteria in your gut, there's all kinds of things we can do scientifically to take people to that new level of performance. And that wasn't possible just a few short years ago. And so that's one of the things that's really exciting for people to go, wait a minute, this doesn't sound like it should be possible, right? It should sound like science fiction because all new areas of science should sound that way until it sort of gets into the mainstream. And this is really, really early days. So, you know, whether it's a, whether it's mental fitness and you're trying to get that edge, whether it's mental wellness and you're just trying to feel sort of normal again, whether it's mental health and you're trying to go from bad to better, it, it's all part of this, this thing that I call the mental wellness continuum. Yeah, I love it. I have a new version of um, science fiction now too. Like you just helped my brain like see that in a whole different way. It's less aliens now. And it's like, oh, the science hasn't or the people haven't caught up with the science yet. And so right. it's fiction to us until we actually feel it. And for the three of us, we are feeling what mental fitness and for me, fitness for sure, and what mental wellness feels like simultaneously. And you're right. I didn't know that this was possible. Yeah. That is so awesome. Yeah. And um, I love when you speak to the fact that, you know, this mental fitness um, is really a, it takes a multifactorial approach. I love it when you speak to that, because I still remember when I, when I first was introduced to you, I had all of these mystery health symptoms, despite, you know, coaching for 10 years with thousands of clients. And, and literally I sat there and the light bulbs went off as you kind of explained all this. And I, you know, I was having the memory loss and the issues with word recall. And this was all after 
um, you know, deciding to live a sober conscious life too. So I was kind of in that limbo stage of like knowing I needed to do something but didn't know what that was and didn't understand it was all related until you <laughs> so eloquently laid it out. So I'd love for you to just share with our listeners um, what that multifactorial approach looks like. Yeah. So, so, you know, when we talk about that multifactorial approach, people, people see me do this all the time. Right. And it will say, you know, it's, it's how you feel is not just in your head, right? That's only one piece of this multifactorial approach. So the piece in your head might have to do with blood flow. It might have to do with neurotransmitters like serotonin and dopamine and those sorts of things. It might have to do with what areas of the brain are being activated at a certain time, you know, so that, that that's just, that's just the tip of the iceberg. And those can change how we feel. But if we look below the level of that and say, well, what's controlling the signals that my brain is receiving? It could be, it could be your immune system, which is a lot of times considered to be like a sense organ now, not just something that protects us from viruses and things like that, but actually carries information across the entire body. It could be your, it could be your inflammatory cascade. So we know that if your inflammation is too high, that's going to block your body's ability to use those neurotransmitters in your brain. So your neurotransmitters might be fine, but you have too much inflammation and they can't get to where they need to get. So you're, so you're sad or you're anxious, you know, then you can look below the level of that and say, well, what controls the inflammation? What controls the immune system? And that's what's happening in your gut. One part of it is your actual gut lining. One part of it is the bacteria in your gut. One part of it is the compounds that your bacteria, that your bacteria are making. So, you know, 90% of your serotonin that works in your brain to make you happy is actually made in your gut. And so a lot of times you, you have to look at the gut first and say, well, that's where our serotonin is being made to help us happy. That's where our dopamine is being made to help us be motivated and our GABA to help us relax and et cetera, et cetera. So if you want someone to be optimized and feel as good as they possibly can feel, you have to look at it in a multifactorial. You have to look in the brain and in the gut and in the microbiome and et cetera, et cetera. And if you can sort of string that all together in a natural way, that's where people go, oh my gosh, I feel as good as I've ever felt in my entire life. And, you know, like I said before, like that is something that we've only been peeling away the layers over time. Like when I wrote my first book 20 years ago, it was primarily looking at the brain and the adrenal glands, your stress response organ, right? And 20 years ago, that was the cutting edge to look at that and go, oh my gosh, it's not just in your brain. It's also in your stress response system. And now we can go outside of that and outside of that and outside of that. It's just been this progression of science, but, but, but not even progression of science, progression of the science has gotten to a point where we can actually take it and plug it into a program that people can use in their life. And they don't even have to have an appreciation for the science. They can just know I'm doing this thing and it's working to help me feel better. And that's, that's where it becomes real. I love that. And I love that because that's what so many people seek. Just, I want to feel different and I want to feel different soon. Right. And, exactly. And so there's all of these things that we can throw on it. And more than ever, I mean, I was into gut health way before it was like a thing and I was making bone broth and doing all the things. And I thought kombucha and bone broth were going to be enough. And, you know, thank goodness I get to supplement my body with what I do because it wasn't enough. Can you explain to people that like, know a little bit about gut health and are like, whatever, I drink a kombucha every day. Yeah. 
what is that doing for them versus like something that we have, which is so beautiful and give yeah, them a little Yeah. So, so just, to, just as little as five years ago, you know, that, that was the cutting edge, right? We would say to people, you know, what's happening in your gut is going to actually permeate through your whole body. You know, we would say things like, you know, all disease begins in the gut and, you know, because if your gut was out of balance, it was going to lead to problems, you know, elsewhere in your body. But, but back then, you know, again, it wasn't so, so long ago, five years ago, all we could say to people was, eat your yogurts, eat your sauerkraut, drink your kombucha, get your fermented foods, you know, maybe grab a probiotic, you know, and, and any old probiotic will do, you know, get one at the, at the grocery store, you know, that kind of stuff, eat your fiber, all very general gut health recommendations, because the science hadn't progressed to the point where it is now, where now we can actually say to people, you know what, we can recommend specific types of fiber to grow specific kinds of bacteria in your gut that are going to make more serotonin, for example, or make more dopamine. So you, so you feel better in those ways. We can, we can identify specific strains of bacteria where we can say this one helps with depression, that one helps with anxiety, that one helps with your immune system, that one helps with stress, et cetera, et cetera. That was not available to us five years ago, and now it is. So it's just this, you know, like, like I said before, the science is, is important, but the fact that it's progressed to a point where it makes something useful that we can grab onto and recognize recommend to somebody and they can go, all right, I, I've never heard of this before, but I'm going to try it. And then when they try it, they, they, like mental wellness is such a cool area because you know, it's working. You know, when your brain fog lifts, you know, when your resilience is higher, you know, when you're calmer and you can get a better night's sleep, the, those are all meaningful things to somebody's actual day. And that's, you know, that's to the point where it is right now. Yeah, I love that. And that's where I wanted to head because I think, you know, what I find in the people that I get to serve is that they're, when they start to feel better, then they're like, oh my gosh, is this going to actually last? Right. You know, and they, they're kind of scared of allowing it to feel better because right. we get used to a homeostasis of feeling crappy or being on a roller coaster. And, you know, I mean, I just want to hear from you and your perspective and with the people that you've worked with, what are things that people can expect to see if they yes. decide like, yes, in my everyday life, you know? Yeah. You, so you bring up a really, really good point of, you know, a lot of people have, have like really become accustomed to feeling kind of so-so, you know, and, 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 you know, I'll joke with people, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll say like, you know, Hey, I don't have any problems. You know, I don't have any I don't have depression, anxiety. I, you know, I've got some stress in my life and I maybe don't get a good quality sleep, but I don't have any problems. I'm fine. You know, and when I hear someone go that, I go, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry to hear that because that's not where you're supposed to be. Fine is no good, right? You, you need to be at that optimized end. And so, you know, a, a, for, a lot of times it's somebody realizing that there's a better place than where they are right now. Fine, fine is nowhere to be. We've got this one life and it needs to be awesome. It needs to be amazing in, in, you know, in every level that we can get it. And there's lots of ways we can get there. So that's the first piece of it. But once they start getting better, one of the things that, that we see very routinely, and we can actually measure this and chart this in our clinical trials, is that 
and then they get more better and then they get more better and more. It's like, it's this, it's not a straight upward straight line, like up and to the right. It's these, it's these little plateaus where you'll get better and then you'll, you'll, you'll be go, Hey, I'm better than I was back there. And then you'll get more better. Meaning, you, you know, it's fairly easy for us to help somebody with their tension and their stress, right? We, we, we can help them with that in a couple of days, maybe a week. Then we can help them with their brain fog a little bit later and their, and their memory and their processing speed in their brain. And then we can help them with their stress resilience. And then we can help them with their overall mood. And then, so like you see people just getting like this layering effect of getting better and better and better. And then we can chart that and we can show them in this upward trajectory, they're just, they're just going to a completely different place. And that can sometimes be, it can be disconcerting for people because they've, they've settled, I guess is a way to say it, for where they are and what their situation is. And when they start getting better in all these different ways, sometimes they have to leave aside things. And that can be challenging psychologically for a lot of people that, that, that they have this opportunity to go somewhere else. And that, you know, that can sometimes introduce that uncertainty that we talked about at the beginning. Yes, beautiful. I love how you brought that full circle too, because that's often what I experience with the people that I support. You know, it's like, oh, wow, you're going to a new level. And as one of my mentors says, then there's a new devil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. That was really informative. And I would love for you to share, uh, you know, what are some, some things that people can do right now in their lives to help support and optimize uh, their mental wellness right now. And I love with your background and like the stress response area, it couldn't be any more timely. Like what, what can people be doing as they're quarantined in their homes right now? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's some of the things that you always hear, right? You, you know, you always want people to get better sleep. You always want them to eat, you know, eat a better quality, you know, less processed foods, more whole foods, more fiber, more phytonutrients, that kind of stuff. You want them to be physically active. You want them to, you know, control stress as much as possible. And I used to be, you know, again, shifting back to when I wrote my first book 20 years ago, I used to always be the kind of nutritionist would, who would say, and then supplements. If there's good research, Research around supplements, then we can recommend those as like the last piece of the puzzle. You dial in all that other stuff, your diet and your exercise and your sleep and your stress, and, and then supplements can be the last piece. And I've really come, come around a little bit to see, because of some of the trials that we've done, to say that supplements a lot of times can be the first piece of the puzzle for a lot of people. To Amy's point just a few minutes ago that, you know, people want quick people want easy and people want effective. And if you can deliver that beginning, what we've seen in our trials is that now that person feels so much better relatively quickly, now they actually end up making better dietary choices and they get more better. And then they feel more energy and they have more motivation. So they're more physically active. And then because they've been more physically active, they're, they're more relaxed at the end of the day and they sleep better. And because of that, their stress is lower the next day. And you see this, this very positive virtuous cycle that they get into, which really facilitates that idea of getting better and better and better. So like the easiest thing I could recommend to people, the simplest thing is to try to get some of these research validated supplements into you, the right kinds of probiotic strains, the right fibers to feed those strains, the right kinds of phytonutrients, they're gonna have signaling effects across this gut brain axis. And you know, anybody who's watching this can, can contact Jess, can contact Amy, and they can just plug you right into what those, 
research validated regimens are. Yes, I love that. I love that. And I love, I mean, we want to keep it simple. And I just want to give a little bit of my story before I started just going to one place for all of it. I was going to six farmers markets in the LA area on the week. I worked at a few of them, so it was easy. But, you know, I was like, oh, I need dandelion greens from here and I need this from there and I need onions and garlic from here. And it's like I knew all the stuff. It's overwhelming and people don't have the time as an entrepreneur. You know, I had time to do that. So the average, the average person's not going to do that though. No, right? Exactly. And that's what I love about what you're saying is that when you started your journey of really putting something together, that can be easy, that was going to really touch on the things that was so close to your heart to give people a better quality of life so that they don't have that roller coaster of emotions. You know, I mean, what did you have in mind when you were like, okay, this is going to be the thing because it's going to give you these things and do this. Well, there was, you know, I, 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 I actually feel very, very lucky that I've been given the opportunity that, that, that Amari is over these last three years to, to be able to put together that whole coordinated line to bring that multifactorial aspect to people. Because, you know, I, I've formulated products for lots and lots of companies and the, the, you know, it's not bad, I guess, if one company comes to me and says, okay, we want to do a sleep product. We can do that. And another company comes and says, we want to do uh, a gut product. We can do that and et cetera, et cetera. But that sort of piecemealing of it makes it really, really difficult to, to, to do it the way it's supposed to be done, which is this multifactorial entire gut brain access system. It, you know, it, it, it ends up putting people back in the situation that you were in going to this farmer's market and this one and this one and this one. That's what everybody would have to do. And so most people aren't going to do that. It makes it really expensive for people to do that. If we, if we can bring them all together in one sort of you know, menu, so to speak, it actually makes it a lot more affordable for somebody to get that entire multifactorial approach. And because of that, they get so many more benefits out of it. Whereas before, if you're doing it piecemeal, your benefits aren't going to be as, as, as like dramatically noticeable. You know? So I think that like... You know, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of luck involved. The, the science changed. We decided to make a company completely around mental wellness. The fact that that people are ready to hear this kind of stuff, that they can actually feel better naturally, that, that these are all pieces of timing that that are coming together in like a perfect storm in a like in a good way. You know, and that that doesn't happen very often. Mm, I feel so blessed to know all of the people that are in this room right now and everyone who's listening out there because we get to have access to this at this time. And it's so beautiful that the timing worked out that way. And one of the things that I hear so often from people is that they feel overwhelmed with too many choices. Right. And what we've done is like, you don't have to look around. It's all right here and it works. Right, exactly. A mentor of mine, of mine said to me years and years ago, and something that's really stuck with me is that uh, he said that a confused mind says no, right? If there's too many choices, if there's too many options, then the, 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 the choices, I'm out of here, right? And like, I, we see that kind of thing all the time. So if we can take all of these pieces of science and all this, what, yeah, like what can be a complicated story if you want it to be around the gut-brain axis, if we can really simplify that and say, here, try that. 
and you know, with no risk, give it a shot, see how it makes you feel. We know what it does in the trials, in the, in the clinical trials that we've published. We know what it's gonna do there. Let's see what it does in your life. And then you, you, you experience that, then you know. That's when, the, that's when the rubber meets the road for a lot of people because they can experience it in their own day-to-day -day existence. And that's, like I said before, that's where, that's where the magic happens. Thanks so much for, for joining us today, Dr. Sean. It's just, yeah, such a deep uh, honor to know you and to get to work alongside you and Amy. And uh, I was taking notes again. Every time I hear you speak, I take notes, even though it's like three years later. And I just love the way you're able to break everything down in such relatable um, you know, terms for people. So thank you so much. And um, thank you to all of our listeners. And, and until next time, this show is about stories and strategies to help you optimize your health, your relationships, and your business. We look forward to hearing from y'all soon. And always, comments are welcome, and we are here to answer your questions.